this is uh, Bruce from uh, North Brookville. And uh, you are tuned into uh, uh, Truth It in the AM. Uh, be prepared for some uh, craziness. Let's go. What's going on? Today is October 18th, 2017. It is a Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in and logging on and welcome to Truth It in the AM. It is your boy Truth It here to address any and all things when it's time to and it's time to. And by my side, I have a good friend of mine visiting for, on Truth It in the AM today. Always welcome whenever he wants to come through. Yakanan Maccabeus. Give it up for Yakanan Maccabeus, people. <laughs> so how are you, sir? Oh, I'm pretty good. Um, I'd like to thank you for having me on today. Uh-huh. I'd like to say uh, bakatav to all the mishpaka out there watching. Um, first and foremost, I'd like to give all praise, glory, and honor uh, to Yahweh in the name of our Lord, Yahweh Shai, who the world calls uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. And... Um, I'm here. We're going to adjust a couple of issues. All right. Pull out a couple of scriptures as well. Well, I'm an atheist, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, so uh, while while you're talking about while we're talking about uh, getting, you know, saying hi to people that are watching, I like to say what's up to the viewers as well. But let's let's see if we can get some of your people on. Now, if you know that, I don't know if you know or not, but we are on YouTube now. So you can just take the YouTube link and share it to all of your people. So if you want, I can send you the link to YouTube and then you could just share it on your page. Okay. All right. Let me uh, get that ready. Then while we're doing that, we're going to have a couple of subjects that we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Las Vegas shooting. And is it really the worst massacre in modern history? And, uh, you know, when I talk modern history, I think about like the last hundred years or something. Right, right. I don't think about like the last two or three years. I mean, if you're talking last two or three years, then fine. But we talking about the last hundred years. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, is it the end times are the end times? The end is near. (laughs) I know there's a song that, 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 uh, I don't know, some rock band. I watch wrestling sometimes. So I know for one of the wrestling things, they had that thing is the the end is near. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk about that. Are the end times truly near? Because, we we've had uh, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, the, these are the end times. The end times are now. And that was like 30 years ago, 40 yeah. years ago. But it's so, becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah, right. So we, we are in end time prophecy. I mean, we're, we're living it. Um, you can see it with the things that are happening out in society. Um, uh-huh. Homosexuality and things of that stuff is coming more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about going to war more than ever than any other time in history. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the end times is more near 
than ever before. And um, if you go to the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 24, and we're going to start at verse 6, you can clearly see that we are living in the end times. I yes. mean, there's no way around it. So we're going to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 24. And just let it be known, people, we will be getting into the Bible today. So if you have your oh, Bible, yes, we will. Uh, you might as well just grab it because there's going to be some scriptures to go along with a lot of the points being made today. That's right. Because if a man speak, we're going to speak as the oracles of God. You know, we're going to bring that out today, especially uh, when you have an Israelite in the house, because we're going to give you the said the Lord and we, we're going to cry loud and spare not. And we don't care about how you feel. We're going to give you the said the Lord at the end of the day. So um, we're going to read uh, from the book of Matthews, chapter 24, and we're going to start at verse 7, I mean verse 6, and it says, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, uh, see that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. All right, but these are prophecies as a sign for the end times. You know, and you see you got threats from North Korea. Uh, you got Kim Jong-un. He's the predecessor of his father, Kim Jong-il. He's talking about dropping bombs. Um, you, he said we are on the, we are about to go to war now. Like, he, they said it just yesterday. We about to go to war. Well, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen, you know. But the Bible says these things are going to come to fruition uh, before the end times happen, you know. And um, you got Putin, you know, he's always prevalent and He's talking about going to war with the United States too. Yep. And um Iran. Iran as well. You know, they all got nuclear capabilities. And you know, it's the world's gonna be cleansed with thermonuclear fire, you know? And um it says uh, verse seven, for nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then Shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. As you see, the police is already killing us. Nobody's being held accountable uh, mm -hmm. for anything that they're doing to us as well. And uh, verse verse nine, then uh, they shall then shall they deliver you up uh, to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my, my for my name's sake. If you look around, the blacks and Hispanics, they hate it by every single nation mm -hmm. in the world. You cannot deny it. It's just who we are. We have become a proverb, you know. They, they say, uh, if, if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. You know, um, they say that, uh, look at these people. They're they killing themselves, you know. We are astonishment unto these people. Uh, verse 10. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. You got your Joe Olsteins, they out here deceiving people, acting like they men of the Lord. You got these mm -hmm. TD, TD snakes. Um, you got Creflo Dollar, you know, he's taking money from the people. And that's you know, not a punchline, that's his real name. I don't, I don't think that's his real name. I think he actually changed his name. I can't remember what his name was. But so I he think, changed his name to yeah, Dollar. Yeah, he changed his name to Creflo Dollar. I can't remember exactly what it was. And um, 
It says, uh, verse 12. That sounds like a rap name. <laughs> well, he definitely about that dollar. They even got a scene where he actually has all the money in front of the pulpit. Yep. And then they run in and him and another one of his deacons, they run it through the money like this foolishness. Mm-hmm. You know, you're exploiting your people. You ain't giving nothing back uh, to the communities. You take it from the communities. You drive around in a, like a, a couple million dollar Learjet. And you're not helping nobody out there. You know, you're a false prophet. You know, and I'm going to call it like I see it. Right. Um, verse verse three, 13, excuse me. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And that, that goes to show you right there as much as you think, man, as the Christian church teaches, none of us are saved. It says, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So you got to be keeping these law, statutes, commandments and be mindful of what you're doing. Because the most high is watching. You have to endure keeping these commandments. And uh, this is the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. And mm. right now, the, the Christ is being preached in all of these nations. Yep. You know, the, the blacks and Hispanics and those that fit the curses in the Bible are waking up to who they are as the Israelites of the Bible. They're going back to their true nationalities. Yep. We're keeping our customs, you know. So this is all end times prophecy right here. But you got to remember that... Uh, these people have done many, many uh, atrocious things to us uh, throughout history. You know, they're trying to call this the world's biggest shooting, which is just flat out a lie. I mean, yeah, 59 people lost their lives. A couple hundred people, they got uh, injured. But what about uh, the Pico Indians who, who lost over like 700 uh People during the Thanksgiving massacres, the Massasoit Indians. Mm-hmm. What about when uh, the the when the Voting Rights Act got passed? The people lined up to vote in Louisiana, and over three hundred people got killed just in line to vote who were unarmed. They were shot down because they wanted to cast their votes. Right, and that's that's just an atrocity in itself for them to claim that this was the biggest shooting in history. That's that's just wrong right there because millions. Uh, uh, of blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans have lost their lives in this country. Uh, I I was doing a study, Trooper Joe and I, and Troop will be on the show Friday. Uh, we'll be talking about, we'll continue our conversation about Black Wall Street. We discussed Black Wall Street and how they uh, went in there and massacred, and it was supposedly because of uh, a, a woman was assaulted. Yeah, Not but even that, that was a false accusation. False al- accusation. False accusation. And they went in there at, at the time, which was military issue, Tommy yep. guns, yep. and they shot over 300 people, yep. which by by no means was even the biggest shooting anyway, because we got to think about Wounded Knee too, yep. where they made a mass grave and they lined up all these Native Americans and then they shot them and just pushed them in the grave. Right. That yep. like these, these, these numbers and casualties, they add up to way more uh, than 59 uh, by my mathematical equations that I have the ability of doing. Right. You know, that that's just wrong in itself. And, um, should, should I feel some type of way about this? Well, I, I don't know, you know. I think I should because the, the casualties of our people is not being spoken for. But they want you to think of their atrocity. They want you to remember things like 9-11. Well, I do remember 9-11. I remember 9-11-1856 when our people were still in slavery and things of that nature. When we was going through the atrocities <laughs> that we were going through, okay. you know. We we got we we got to remember that these this is also end times prophecy and and to pull another atrocity uh, we're gonna go uh, to the book of Obadiah and uh, we're gonna start 
We're going to go to the book of Obadiah. Yep. And we're going to uh, slock it. We're so, going to pick it up at uh, verse 15 to 16. Yeah, but Texter also uh, mentioned Black Wall Street that happened, in, and that was less than 100 years ago. Yes, it was. So it's, it's not like, when they even when they talk about modern times, I don't know how long uh, they go back, but that revisionist history is, uh, is a killer. Well, the way I look at it is the Most High put the spirit on this man to really kill those people. I mean, look at the things that they have done to blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. And um, the book of Obadiah says in verse 15, For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, which is the, the children of Israel, the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, so shall all the heathen drink continually. They shall drink and they shall swallow down and they shall be as though they had not been. So this is a wake up call to them because the things that they have done to us, these things are happening to them now. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's no way around from that. And that's biblical end days prophecies as well. That's how you also know the end times is near. Right. So uh, that was that happened on October 1st. 2017 that's when the uh las vegas shooting happened that's right and uh we still don't know why it happened we still don't know what was the motive was behind doing it it was just a senseless killings now uh do you think black people are capable of senseless killings oh absolutely we kill each other senselessly every day that's one of the curses in deuteronomy uh it said that you, you, if i could bring it out we're going to go to the book of deuteronomy and we're going to go to chapter 28 the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse... And while he's looking that up, uh, the Chicago is one of the places where I always like to go to, where I like to look at the... Uh, not like to look at it, but where I go to look at to reference the amount in, amount of black on black killings and black on black crimes, um, and the numbers a year by year continue to grow. While Rahm Emanuel, the mayor, just sits in power and does little to nothing to help counter these things. So unfortunately, we can't look to our politicians to make any kind of changes for what's going on in our inner cities we have to do it and uh, th that'll be my next question after that what okay. can we do to help clean up our own communities when we are the ones when we are the problems in our communities okay um one of the curses i'm gonna bring out is in uh deuteronomy 28 and it says uh so that the man that is tender among you and and very delicate his eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children which shall he leave? And right now you see black on black crime. We're killing each other every day in, in cities yep. like uh, Chicago, Illinois, like in Wilmington, Delaware, like in Philadelphia, St. Pennsylvania, Louis. St. Louis, Missouri, um, Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, Los Angeles, California, yep. San Diego, California. Mm -hmm. These atrocities happen to blacks and Hispanics every day where we are killing each other. You know, um, we, uh, what did it say also? Um, his eyes shall be even toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom. We making music that degrades 
our women. We are the only people who has music that degrades their own women, that that inspires us to turn our women to whores. That's hatred. Only race we call our women hoes. Yeah, we call our women whores and, and I don't know if we swear bitches. We call our women yep. bitches. You know, and that's just straight up wrong too. You know, and our eyes evil towards the wife of our bosom. And toward the remnant of our children. And we making babies and we just leaving them there to fend for themselves. Yep. You know? And I saw a biblical prophecy right there. Right. So uh, the loss, So what do you think we can do as a people to clean up what's going on in the neighborhoods? Because while we talk about what went on at this Las Vegas shooting, unfortunately, this had a beginning and this had an end. Yes. So, I mean, an in, end in, in the sense of this isn't happening every day. Meanwhile, we killing each other yes. every, day. every day. There's I don't I'm not sure. I know there's there's only 365 days in the year. And in Chicago alone, there's been 526 people shot and killed. Yeah. That's more than one in day in one city. I know. So uh, that's almost two a day in one city, as a matter of fact. So well, in a city like Philadelphia and Wilmington, like when I went home, man, somebody died every day. Yep. Every day. That's that's a body every day. I think um the news actually said somebody dies in Wilmington like every sixteen hours. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. So every time you hear nine one one call and a gunshot, that means that's a death that occurs. And we need to we need to be there as fathers and we need to make sure that we are there to teach our, our children not to hate their brothers. Mm-hmm. You know? Because once you hate your brother, you already committed murder in your heart, you know? Yep. That, that's self-hate, want, wanting to go out there and kill your brother. And we need right. to stop doing those things as well. Yep. Uh, so the incident, while it was not the biggest mass shooting or the biggest murder uh, group, it is maybe, and that that's even debatable. I'm sure we might not have the exact records on it, but it says it is the deadliest mass shooting committed by an individual in the United States. So uh, they they as we bring up the evidence of more of this stuff, they start changing the wording. Man, I don't even know if he did that by himself. Um, he's a he's a sixty four year old man, sixty four year old senior at that. Yeah. And they said he had over seven hundred seven not seven hundred seventeen guns. Yep. You know, and he carried them up thirty two flights. Like, come on, that don't even make no sense to me. Right. You know how 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 could somebody get off so many rounds? And, and claim that he nobody knows where it was coming from. Let alone that he do it by himself and he carry all of these, all of this ammunition and all of these guns of thirty two flights of steps, and nobody noticed this. Come on, I'm not buying it. Right, I'm not buying it. Yep, uh, Paddock may have researched the possibility of attacking other outdoor concerts, including Lollapalooza Festival in Chicago in August 2017. The week before the shooting, he booked an apartment in the Ogden in downtown Las Vegas, which overlooked the open-air Life is Beautiful Festival. So uh, this guy, like I said, it's hard to really, the uh, only thing we can come up with is that he was crazy. But we still don't know why he did it. And um, anything else? We don't know why I did it. Like I said, it, it's 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 all it's all according to the wrath, according to scripture. If you ask me, I mean, I just bought up the scripture Obadiah, and it says, "As they have done unto the children of Israel, well, they're going to drink continually, and they're going to swallow down." Yeah, you know, and that that's what's going to happen. And, and according to the Bible, it's more to come. You know, let's go to um the book of Habakkuk. We're going to go to the book of Habakkuk, and we're going to start uh, at chapter 2. And 
we're going to read, start at verse 5. And it says, ye also, because he, he, he transgresseth by wine, he is a proud man, neither keepeth at home. He enlargeth his desire as hell, and is as death, and cannot be satisfied, but gathereth unto him all nations, and heapeth unto him all people. That's prophecy right there out of the United States of America. Yep. You know, he gathered to himself, and he to himself all nations. And he's going out here, and he's taking people's oil. He's taking people's drugs, and he's trying to keep the war on drugs on a black man in this country mm -hmm. while he's out there gathering more and more people to himself, raping women and things of that nature in other countries with the army, policing everybody else in, in other countries. Right. You know? Verse 6. Uh, shall shall not all these take up a parable against him and a taunting proverb against him and say, woe to him, which means destruction. Woe to him that increaseth that which is not his. How long? And to him that ladeth himself with thick clay. Shall they not rise up suddenly that that shall bite thee and awake that, and, and awake that shall vex thee and thou shalt be for booties unto them. Because thou hast spoiled many nations, all the remnant of the people shall spoil thee. Because of men's blood and for the violence of the land of the city and of all that dwell therein. Woe to him that coveteth an evil covetousness to, to his house, that he may set his nest on high. You know, the white man, he, he, he's carrying himself as the, as the most high, as prestigious man that's on the planet Earth right now. And he's taking and taking and taking that, that he may be delivered from the power of evil. Thou hast consulted shame to thy house and cutting off many people and hast sinned against thy soul. For the stone shall cry out of the wall and the beam out of the timber shall answer. Verse 12, woe to him that buildeth a town with blood and establish a city by iniquity, you mm -hmm. know? So destruction is coming because the things that have happened. Uh, um, America is built on the blood of the blacks, Hispanics, the Native Americans. They are built on their back, you know? They, they're going on other countries and they're taking over and they're taking land and they're taking their spoils and they're taking their riches and they're building towns over there mm -hmm. and, and on the blood of other people, you know? So these are all end time prophecies that are happening right now and it all equates with the Las Vegas shooting as well. Well, we're about to get into the uh, end times, uh, you know, the signs. Is it really the end times? Are the end times near? Uh, I remember when I was uh, a young kid, I remember, I can even remember 60 years old, being 60 years old, and my grandmother saying, you know, the end times is coming. <laughs> and I, you know, that was, she was, I would go home scared that night. Some years later, uh, I still hear people talking about it. Is this really the end times? But before we get into that, uh, Yakanan, how do you spell your first name? Uh, y yep. A H C H A N N O N. Okay. All right. Uh, and your last name? Uh, M A C. Yep. A. Yep. No, it's two C's. My bad. A B E U S. Okay. All right. So. End times. Uh, there's an article, uh, Apocalypse Now, Six Biblical Signs of the End Time. And one of them uh, that you wanted to bring out was Nation Against Nation. That was yes. the first one that you wanted to talk about. I actually bought it out um, when we were just talking about I, I guess I got ahead of myself. What about Matthew 24, 7? Is that one of the verses you brought up? Yes. Okay. And I'll 
and I'm, I'm gonna go back to it again. It was Matthew 24. Yep, Matthew 24, 7, yeah. verse 7. Matthew 24, verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. That just happened in Mexico right now. Yep. You know, there, there are war and rumors of wars, you know. They, yep. Kim Jong-un Kim Jong ain't backing down right now. And we got a, a jerk for a president, you know. Yep. A sad representation of, of, of this place. You know, but he's the ambassador amongst the heathen that Obadiah is take, talking about. He That's just who he is. Mm -hmm. So that the first one was uh, nation against nation. Uh, since war has been raging ever since the biblical fall, we have to assume that this means something more, something far more destructive or significant than uh, what we've been seeing. Oh, absolutely. And, it's coming. Yep. And, and knowing that we've already been through things like World War Two. This has to, this World War Three that, as people have talked about, is going to be difficult to imagine the destruction and the amount of life loss and lives lost over it. But that is what we'll be uh, expecting. Uh, that's what we should be expecting. Yeah, but in verse six, the Most High says uh, to not be troubled. You know, yep. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. But they they are the fruition of the end. And that's why you shouldn't be telling your kids all this stuff. To your kid, I nah, told you definitely got to tell your children. Uh, I disagree. You I told my I told my, I was told when I was six <laughs> years old I couldn't sleep for weeks. <laughs> I was scared. I was looking out my window every time I'd hear something ha a noise or something. I'd be like, Oh no, we about to get blown up. Yeah, uh, it, it could happen any day. No right, man no, know the day or the hour. Right, no man know the day or the hour, but I think sometimes kids need to be protected from some of that stuff. Then you say <laughs> you would tell your six-year-old. Well, yeah, you got you got to be prepared for the things that are happening, you know? He he is a black man. He's in a school system yep. and, and things of that nature where we're not being treated fair. Okay. We're, we're not. And I can, I can see it just from him switching schools personally, you know? Yep. I don't feel as though... Uh, the teacher has as much care as though he was in a previous school where there were more minority teachers mm -hmm. and they took more of a care towards him. And you think telling him that the world... That no, when, no, 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 no. Okay. He has to be prepared for everything that is in his Bible. Yeah. You know? he, yeah oh, yeah. I, I agree with preparing him with everything that comes in the Bible and, and, and make sure you live in your life right. But, you know, you, such, I think the ministry, I, I think, might have to start in him a little bit around maybe seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, he's eight fine. years old right now. Okay, yeah. So eight years old is fine. But when you like five or six, you only thinking about graham crackers and, and learning your ABCs <laughs> and numbers and stuff and learning the stories of the Bible, oh, not yeah. not the end, not just the, the, the you know famine, great famine and war and stuff well, like well, that. It's, it's more to the end than that, you know. Yep. It, it, we 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 teach him that uh, it's going to be a kingdom to be had at the end of this. You yes. Know? Uh, Esau is the end of the world, and Jacob is the beginning of that which fo which followeth. You know, uh -huh. and that's um, Second Ezra six and nine. You know, and I also teach him that. And as you've seen with every great civilization, yep. for one uh, civilization to come about, the other civilization has to, civilization, fall. excuse me, has to fall. Yep. Yeah. So this America's time is coming. Okay. You know, All right. It is a Sod Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and Egypt. You yep. know? Now you already got ahead of yourself. That's, that's, excuse me, my bad. Oh no, no, that's okay. That's okay. And, and that's entire prophecy too. You yep. know, it's, it's going to be at Sodom and Egypt. And the things that, that happened in Sodom and Egypt are happening right now. Yep. A text that said that the people living in wars now think it's the end of time. Uh, think it's end time. Yep. And, and, and they may be right. So uh, 
the next one, and you you already got ahead of yourself because when we started talking about Las Vegas shootings, you went into the whole end times and everything. Yeah. But uh, the second one, the second sign is false prophets. Oh yeah, man! Like I said, we got Joe Olstein. Yep. Uh, we got TD Snakes. Um, Creflo Dollar. I don't know how anyone can follow Joe Olstein after what happened in Texas. I, I don't either, man. And people did, and then he had the nerve to actually pass the collection plate the during. Next day. Yes, he did. I, I don't even understand how. Like, come. Oh man, like what was that? And then you got even Jesse Jackson and, and uh, Al Sharpton, and these are millionaires. Yep. Bill Winston, yep. all of them is millionaires. They didn't even come to aid these people. Nope. Blacks and Hispanics, you didn't come aid your own people. You know the Red Cross. It's videos where the Red Cross is riding past people on boats, mm-hmm. telling uh, the, 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 the uh, minorities to call on Jesus. Mm. You know that that's just flat out wrong. Yep. You know that's yep. why I don't think it's good for uh, minorities to give to the Red Cross, especially. Uh, especially what we know that they did in Haiti during the earthquake too, not even giving yeah. them any of the funds as well. Yep. I mean, Hillary, she she's sitting there and uh, she throwing people under the bus and she coming off as a false prophet because she ain't even uh, giving no money back or anything to no hurricane relief. No. Nope. And you were supposed to be the sweet savior of the Democratic Party. Yep. Which is uh, that's a whole nother uh, a whole nother thing because I still. Don't know. But between her and Trump is a rock and a hard place. I think we'd still be in the same situation we'd be in now if she became president. Yeah, um, I'm going to pull out another verse for that, too. We're going to go to the book of Leviticus. And we're going to go to the verse. I know in uh, Matthew twenty four twenty four, that's when he talks about the uh, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Yeah, and, and they have they have uh, fooled the children of Israel. We go into these churches on Sunday, mm-hmm. we spending our money with them, and we giving them tithes. Tithes are supposed to go to Levite priests. None of these priests is Levite priests. And we giving them money to heathen priests, and, and, and they got uh, gay flags in front of the church. You bring a Sodom and Gomorrah in the church. Yep. That, that's a sign that you're a false prophet right there. And, and the tithe, it was meant to go to the widows that's in the community and the orphan children. Mm-hmm. You know? So you right there, you robbing the people in itself. Okay. We, sh- we, shouldn't, we should absolutely not uh, be giving our money to any of these people. But if you're foolish enough uh, to give your money to these people, well, you deserve it. Because right now, the pastors, they riding around in the biggest, cleanest car, and you're still in a powerful state. And the tithe, it does say in the Bible that the tithes, a tithe is supposed to go to the poor. Yeah, and it's supposed to be food anyway. Yeah. He's supposed to give 10% of your increase, which was crops, oil, and wine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you giving it, you giving 10% of your paycheck, and you struggling to a pastor, that's just straight up madness. Yep. So, uh, uh, Texas says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. Well, actually, that's a mistranslation. If you go into the Hebrew, it's supposed to say a rope. And the two words is close together, camel and rope in Hebrew. Uh-huh. So, it's supposed to be easier for a rope to go through the eye of a needle mm-hmm. uh, than, a, than a rich man to get into heaven. It's still, it's yeah, still but still hard. either or. It's yep. still a good analogy, though. Uh, these false Christs will look like the real deal. They'll preach like Christian. They'll they'll preach. They'll be charismatic, which is what these guys are. They all when they get up there on their stages and they start talking, they 
walk from side to side, look at people. They, you know, they raise well, their voices. They start looking like the real deal. People should be alarmed that the Christian church with all the many denominations that they are the false prophets. It, it says many shall come saying, mm-hmm. I am Christ. Mm-hmm. I am Christ. It doesn't say they're going to come saying I am Muhammad. It doesn't say that they're going to come saying I am Buddha. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say uh, coming as any of these other false religions. It said many shall come saying I am Christ. I yep. am Christ. So most people don't recognize it because they in the Christian church. Yep. And the pastor come and saying that they are Christ. Yep. They are Christ. That's why in, in the book of John fourteen twenty one it says, Whoever has my commands and obey them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my father. That's and right. I too will love him and show myself to him. So, you know, you just uh when you, you have when you in doubt of something or you're questioning something, always go to the word. The That's word right. is the, the word is where you find the answers. Well, um, I was bringing out um, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 17, and um, you shouldn't even be setting any of these heathen pastors over top of you anyway, because uh, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 15, it says, Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. Mm-hmm. The Lord thy God has chosen Christ himself. And it says, uh, one, from, one from among thy brethren shall thy set king over thee. Mm-hmm. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is not... Of thy brethren. So we shouldn't even be worried about Donald Trump being a president or Hillary Clinton or any of these false heathen pastors. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can go to the book um, of Psalms. We're going to go to the book of Psalms uh, 147 and we're going to pick it up at uh, verse 19 and 20. It says, He shall his word unto Jacob, which is the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, and those that fit the curses in this Bible that are scattered to the four corners of the globe. He showed his word unto Jacob, his statutes and judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. That's what it says. It's not mm-hmm. my stuff. So we shouldn't even be following behind these people. And, uh, you know, it might be one of the reasons why this next sign is the sign that it is. Uh, as a matter of fact, it is definitely one of the reasons the church has to take accountability and responsibility for this, too. And that is number three, moral decay. Oh, man. Moral that decay is a is huge strong. one. Well, well, yeah, the, the, the church is supposed to be a, a clinic for for those who are in sin. Yep. You know, it, it says um, you should rebuke your neighbor. I'm going to I'm going to go to Leviticus again. In uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 4, Paul writes of a sign, but understand this, that in the last days there will become times, there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pressure right. rather than lovers of God. These are the signs uh, the, the, in the last days. That's right. So, I mean, that, that verse alone right there, you could just take that and see that's going on all over in this country. Yep, the church is not doing their job, and, and we are failing um, our communities as a people. That's why we got to go out there to the highways and hedges, and we got to compel the people to come in so that the Most High's house be filled. Yep. Um. I'm going to bring out uh, Leviticus chapter 19, verse 17 and 18. It says, uh, thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. To not hate is to love your brother. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. 
Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. So your neighbor is the children of your people. But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. So to love your neighbor as you love yourself, which is one of the greatest commandments, mm -hmm. is to rebuke your neighbor and not suffer sin upon them. And mm -hmm. we're not we're not going out in the communities. Well, I, I have uh, certain Israelites that are, you know, the Israelites are doing this. We go on out uh, to the highways and the hedges and we're telling our people to get off of these drugs. Mm -hmm. Stop turning your women into whores. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're telling you stop shooting each other, you know, and that's love in itself. But people saying uh, that you're judging them. But we're not judging you. We're giving you correction. Because the Most High coming back and he coming to judge you with a sword. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, since human beings have always been all of these things, we must assume that these traits will occur at an unprecedented le level. And I think they're occurring at a most unprecedented level now. All of these things that he's talking about. Arrogance, abusive, uh, disobedient to That's their right. parents, uh, ungratefulness. More proud than ever. I oh, think these yeah. things are just... You can't tell the youth nothing. Nope. Um, just recently, I went on vacation in, 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 in Delaware. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really a vacation. Um, my aunt had passed away. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. And um, I had went out there, and I actually was telling the youth that, look, y'all kings, you know, y'all need to come up out of this era. Y'all need to stop selling each other drugs. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm an Israelite. We wear the fringe in the border of blue on the mm -hmm. garment, you know? Yep. We wear the fringe in the border of blue. And they started poking fun at it. So I started poking fun at the, the skinny jeans, you know? Okay. And telling them that it was effeminate. So one of the kids told me he was going to pistol with me. Like, you're going to joke on my fringe, but then I'm joking on your skinny jeans. You can't take the joke, you know? And then um, I had seen them. Mm -hmm. And um, they they said they was gonna do this to me. I seen him another time. I was with my brother Quinn, yeah. And we walked past, and they didn't want any dealings. And then one night I was going to uh, walk my son go get some ice cream while he's out there, and then they was twelve deep, and then they wanted to fight me. Wow. Yeah, telling me I'm I'm a bitch and all that stuff. But y'all twelve deep, mm -hmm. and y'all decided that y'all want to fight me twelve deep. But I'm the coward now. Who's uh, so really what did coward? you do? Well. I, me going out there in this walk right now, I got to not hold any grudge towards uh, our children. That's right. what I'm trying not to do. Yeah. So I'm telling them again, once again, yo, you're my brothers. You know, I don't got no quarrel with you. You know, keep it moving. They still wanted to persist. So um, I'm walking. I had to walk back to my mother's house and I just took my son home. But they, they, they followed me to my mother's house. They actually did. Uh-huh. You know? But I, I didn't I didn't try to make it persistent, keep going on. I didn't try to antagonize right. them. You right, know? right. And, like, for the rest of the vacation, I, I just stayed away from them, you know? Mm -hmm. Because we got to be the better people. We got to show our children the better way, you know? And we can't we can't beat on our children like 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 out there fighting on them. Right, You know, it's not right. the better way. We're doing enough killing already. Oh, I'm glad you made it back alive. Oh, yeah, man. That's that's the that's Lord willing. Like, if, if they put their hands on me, you know, or something else, you know, I would have had to do what I got to do, you know. But I, I really, really try not to go that route with our children. We got to have patience with them because they don't know no better. They're watching brainwash entertainment television, and they thinking the thug is the thing to be, you know. Yeah. They thinking that you're supposed to show your toughness uh, by... Proving yourself in the hood, getting some false stripes for a block. Right. When we're yeah. trying to have a kingdom. If that was me, I would have been like, skinny jeans aren't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate skinny jeans that much. Nah. I don't like them, but I don't hate them that much. Nah, they, 12 they, they, they ended up walking down the street and then, you know, I, I cut the other way. You know, you think different when, you, when yeah. you're a father now. You know, when yep. I was in my youth, like, 
I, I used to love the scrap, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but you got to think differently. You try to show your son a different way, and then I'm um, I'm in this world, so you got to live this and not hold no grudge uh, towards mm-hmm. y- your neighbor, your children, uh, of your people. Yep. You know? Texas said they had to come twelve deep. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, they was three deep, and they they really didn't want to do anything at the same time, you know. I mm-hmm. I, I just put it out there because I, I didn't really want to fight him, but I was like, yo, if y'all really, he said he's gonna pistol with me. I was like, yo, if you gonna do something, do something, you know. My son wasn't there at that time, but mm-hmm. I want my son. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's different. Well, uh, the fall from God inspired morality to relativity is a mark of the postmodern age. Ours is a society that has become suspicious of anything labeled truth. And yes. this may very well be the beginning of this sign. Moral relativism uh, allows for the creation of personal codes of morality. The, that means that the person will create their own moralities. Oh, I, I think I'll let, allow this be moral, but this won't be moral. Uh, dressing like a woman's not moral, but dressing like this is moral. Or, or dressing like a woman is moral, moral for a man, but dressing like this is not moral. You start to create your own codes and your own rules instead of going by the set of rules that were presented by your parents and presented from the book. So uh, that's another sign, a biblical sign, that the end times is coming. And uh, you love the uh, you'll have to avoid the trap of moral decay. So many are uh, destined to fall into. Well, we 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 fall a victim to the philosophy of man, you know. Yep. And that's what's going on in society. And we we got to come out of that, and we do got to go back to these law, statutes, commandments. The Most High said, if if a man lay with a man like he lay with womankind, you're gonna be put to death. Mm. You're going to be put to death. That was the punishment for that. Yep. Um, matter of fact, let, let's go to Romans. And um, we're going to go to verse uh, 1. And we're going to chapter 1 of Salakia. Chapter, chapter 1, and we're going to go uh, to, to verse 26. We're going to start there. And it says, for this cause, God gave them up. Unto vile affections. Mm-hmm. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also, the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn in their lust. So that right there, you, you're not born gay. It's a lust. Uh, one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemingly. And receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to reprobate minds to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with the unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, Mm -hmm. without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. And this is in the New Testament, so they can say the Old Testament done away with nah, because when the people in the New Testament were speaking, they speaking from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only uh, uh, who who knowing the judgment of God 
that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So if you have pleasure in the people that are committing these acts, this homosexuality, mm -hmm. you have pleasure in the murderers, the thugs, you're going to get the fire too. You're worthy of death too. Mm -hmm. So if you're a homosexual sympathizer, the words say you're going to have death too. Okay. So uh, the moral decay is running rampant today. That's right. Uh, do you think it's worse today than it's ever been? Absolutely, man. If, if Martin Luther King or Malcolm X was alive today, they would be yep. shocked and surprised that we are killing each other like we were killing each other today. Right. They'd be shocked at these women walking around in spandex pants mm -hmm. and things of that nature showing everything because in their day, they was wearing dresses. Mm -hmm. That's against the nature of God, too. Women ain't supposed to be having no pants on. Mm. They're not, you know. What was the zipper on the front of a jeans for, so that a man could pull out his man part? Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at probably your mother's school pictures mm -hmm. or your aunties or any other, even even uh, maybe your wife, even you go back and you look at the pictures of them in school as a kid, they wearing dresses. Mm -hmm. They they not wearing pants. All right. So the moral decay is gone. Okay. It's even a saying like a man says, "I wear the pants in this house." Mm -hmm. if, if you go back and look at something like "Leave It to Beaver," they say, "I wear the pants." Well, now the woman is trying to wear the pants. Mm. All right. So the next sign after uh, moral decay is the sign in the stars. And this one I'm not too well versed in. But in Luke chapter 21, 25, 26, uh, Christ speaks of the sky saying, and there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and on the earth, distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, That's people right. fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken okay well we just saw an eclipse happen that's a sign in the, in, the, in the sky right there and uh we just saw um a hurricane hit uh florida mm -hmm. houston and puerto rico and all islands in the caribbeans you know so what's crazy signs the uh the eclipse is supposed to be the moon in front of the sun right and if you look at it It'll blind you worse than you just looking straight at the sun on your own. That's what they say. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I listen, man. I looked at it. I don't know uh, why. Yeah, I I don't know why I did it. So I, I just they just said it's going on now. I went outside and I looked at it, man. I had a headache for hours, messed my head up. So uh, yeah, I, I was surprised too. I was like, I you know you're driving and sometimes you're driving and you see the sun and you try to look away from it, but every once in a while you'll look at it for a couple of seconds. I looked at that eclipse for a couple of seconds and I was done. Well. Like I said, man, we're definitely getting the signs. There's wildfires all over California. Yep. Uh, Mexico just had a big earthquake. earthquake. Yep. You know, the, the storm, the hurricanes, storm. Yep, the hurricanes. It's tsunamis on the other side of the world happening. Yep. You know, could you yep. read the verse again? Uh, Luke 21, uh, verse 25, 26. Bring it out. Uh, and there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and on earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what's coming what is coming on the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken that's right so uh you know this is an interesting one and it appears in several places in the gospels some of the other verses speaks of roaring in the heavens as well as some kind of trouble in the seas and, uh, you know, with the, with the flooding and everything, the stuff that's going on in Puerto Rico and everything, it's, you know. Yeah, I've seen some of the video in, in the ocean just going back and forth yep. from somebody's house. Man, right. Just yeah. 
And like I said, man, I, I didn't expect this president to do anything for the people of Puerto Rico. I really didn't. Uh, it's up to us to look out for these people. These are our brethren. This is their time of distress. And anything that we could do for them, we should do it for them. I wish I really, really had the means to like really, really just give them money. You yeah. Know, because it's sad to watch them go through these things. I personally, I went through three hurricanes myself. I used to live in Florida. So mm -hmm. I know what it's like to lose everything. So like, if, if you can, I urge y'all, and don't go through the Red Cross, y'all. If you go and do something, send it there yourself. It's a couple of these um, Hispanic grocery stores. You know, they're taking up Andy's yep. for them. Um, it's a couple people downtown. They're taking up uh, uh, clothing, uh, diapers, things of that nature. Give that stuff to them. Don't trust the Red Cross. Okay. Because the Red Cross has a bad history. Yeah, they do. They have a, a bad reputation now, especially after uh, what happened in Texas. They uh, got a bad. They have a bad reputation, almost as bad as Joel Olskeen. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, the, the the possibility, it's possible that this sign is simply speaking of human weaponry, satellite-based defenses capable of, of firing on the planet, missiles and bombs that streak down from the sky and whatever other objects of destruction the human mind will contrive in the coming years. Alternative, alter, alternately, this could, as we see in Matthew 24, 29-32, be a great sign that accompanies Christ's return. Uh, whatever the case, when the sky darkens and the stars disappear and the moon becomes red as blood, you will know that Christ is near. Yeah, we, we definitely got to go back. Like I said, keeping these law, statutes, and commandments, we got to get right. We mm -hmm. got to get our houses in order and get ourselves together. We it's do. Time. Uh, the, next, uh, the next one is a great tribulation. Uh, a great tribulation is a bit of a contentious sign. Sun interpret the surrounding scripture to mean that believers will be taken up to heaven and spared <laughs> at this difficult time. Others believe that they will not be taken up until after. Uh, yeah, um, you believe they, that they won't be taken up until after that that rapture doctrine that that, that being carried up. And that's a false doctrine. Uh, yep. that's that's a whole another lesson though. It's a whole another lesson. Right. Uh, of this time, Christ says, "For then there will be a great tribulation." such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, uh, nor ever shall. This tribulation will be set off by an action of the Antichrist, uh, hello Donald, and conclude <laughs> with the coming of the true Christ. The book of Revelation gives us a few details about what this time period will entail. God's wrath That's will right. be on earth, the beast will be revealed, and the plagues and sufferings will occur throughout the earth. Yeah. Uh, I, to, so to me, when these tribulations uh, come and the beast is revealed, that kind of gives me hope because knowing, just like what you said you're going to say to you when you talk to your son about the end times, yeah. uh, the, you know you know that Christ is coming. You know that the end, you know, the end is coming, but also after that, it's going to oh, yeah. be in the kingdom. So Let me, let me bring out another scripture. We're going to go um, in Second uh, Ezra's. Uh, Texas says Shalom family Shalom um, We're going to go to the book uh, Second Esdras chapter 6 verse 9 It says for Esau Is the end of the world And Jacob is the beginning of that Which followeth you know so That means it's going to be an end of the age And we're going to have a new beginning In the kingdom of heaven you know yep. So uh, I, I'm uh, That gives me comfort Doesn't uh, does makes me have no fear uh, uh, you know, and you know that whatever it is we made and we built to make it through it. So, uh, as long as I know that we built to make it through it, 
you know. Well, the, well, like I said, we got we got to keep these commandments, yo. Yep. The people, the people who was teaching that these commandments is done away, man. Get away from them because they they they're lying to you. Yeah. You know, um, if you go to the book, and we're gonna go to the Old Testament first, because mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you where they're speaking from. We're gonna go to the Book of Psalms, chapter uh, forty. Uh, it may be that this tribulation is the combined effect of all other signs, a world torn by war, inhumanity, natural disasters, and heavenly disturbances would certainly qualify as a tribulation. Whatever the case and whatever you believe about this troubling time, keep your eyes open for it and That's make right. sure that your heart is prepared for the coming Christ. That's the most important thing. That's right. But you got to do more to have your heart prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, like You got to be a doer of these words. Uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 40, verse 7, it says, Then said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. So this whole book is written uh, of the Christ to come, you know? We can't we can't just say we're going to live from the New Testament and the law is done away with. we got to understand what law is done away with. And that's another lesson in itself. Mm-hmm. But it's really talking about the sacrificial law, and you got to go back and read for yourself. Instead of just taking your pastor's word, you got to actually pick up these scriptures mm-hmm. and go find out what's going on in this book. So we going we read in the Old Testament that the Most High comes in the volume of this book. Then said, "Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written to me." So now we're gonna go to the Book of Hebrews, and we're gonna pick it up at chapter ten. The Book of Hebrews, chapter ten, verse seven. And remember, they're speaking from the Old Testament. Yep. This is Paul, who was a master of the law. Yep. Paul is not being contrary. You just gotta go precept upon precept, line upon line, to get the proper understanding instead of uh, take the pastor decept upon decept. And lie upon lie. That's mm-hmm. what you got to do. So we're going to go uh, to the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. And it says, then said I, lo I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Mm-hmm. So the will of God is for you to do and keep these commandments to the best of your ability. So now we're going to go to the book of Malachi. And we're going we're gonna to further uh, show people that the laws are not done away with. Okay. And then we're going to have uh, our next one. And the next one is going to be something that we've already talked about well in depth as well. Earthquakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the book of Malachi. Oh, shit, I'm still in Matthew. I'm sorry. Slock you. The book of Malachi, chapter 3, uh, verse 6. And it reads, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. So you got to keep these law, statutes, and commandments so you are not consumed because mm-hmm. the fire coming. Yep. And you you want to you want to be uh, refined through this fire. You know you don't you don't want to be caught up in, in, in your sins. Right. You want to we want to step away from these things. Yep. You do. You got to make sure that you're not living it. You got to make sure that you live in right and and, and you believe in right. So. That's right. Uh, the next one is earthquakes in many places. Earthquakes play a big role in biblical prophecy yes. in Matthew 24, uh, chapter six. I mean, Matthew chapter 24, verse six to seven. Christ says that there will be famines and earthquakes in various places That's right. when the time is near for his return. Uh, notice the various places. We cannot point to every earthquake that happens and thinks that the end is coming. This sign is something different, something more widespread earthquakes in various places so it's, it's going to be more than one oh, yes. like mexico california yeah. all them different places in california uh wasn't there there was one on the Idaho, east coast wasn't it? yep I, I know there was one on the east coast too 
Uh, I forget where I the. I can't remember either. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they, listen, the earth, the earthquakes have started, so uh, yeah. be on the lookout. It's time to be prepared. Yep. Uh, like many of the signs, this is something that we're familiar with, but greatly intensified. These won't be just any old earthquakes, but something that rocks the very foundations of the earth and so do in many places at once. These quakes are mentioned five times in the book of Revelation with the final earthquake corresponding with the seventh bowl of God's wrath being poured out on earth. This is described as a great earthquake, such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men uh were on earth now this great city was divided into three parts and the cities of the nations fell this is another sign that will be difficult to miss but take care to interpret it correctly these signs are merely the birth pains of christ's return as christ himself says even in these frightening times there is hope for a better world which is what we were we were saying earlier that this is what i uh like to uh focus on when we think about those bad times yes those bad times are coming yes the scary things are coming we're going to be dealing with a lot of uh you know atrocities we're going to be dealing with a lot of uh we're going to be dealing with god's wrath so that's what we're going to be dealing with but there is a hope for a better world focus on that when you're feeling at your lowest yeah but like i said we we gotta we gotta come out of these things that we're doing you know we gotta stop being high-minded we even got us Keep to the dietary law that we're not keeping because mm-hmm. it says specifically, and I'm gonna bring that out too, because a lot of people don't believe that you're gonna have the lake uh, for not keeping the dietary law. And I'm gonna I'm go to the book of Isaiah, and um, we're gonna go to chapter 65, and we're gonna start out uh, verse two, and it says. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people. Now, us going out to these corners and mm-hmm. we warning the people that we in the midst of sin and you giving me the highway of this radio show, mm-hmm. uh, we spreading out our hand right now to the people. Mm-hmm. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people, which walketh in a way that was not good after their own thoughts. Yep. A people that provoketh me to anger continually to my face. That sanctify themselves in the gardens and burneth incense upon altars of brick, which remain amongst the graves. The graves is us being caught up in the world, the congregation of the dead, and lodged in the monuments, which eat swine's flesh and broth of abominable things in their vegetables. This is gumbos, this is chowder, and things of that nature that a lot of us don't know is unclean to us, and the most high said not to eat this, mm-hmm. which say, Stand by themselves, come not near to me. For I am holier than thou. That means they it's people that we telling this stuff and they don't even want to hear it. Mm-hmm. These are a smoke in my nose, a fire that burneth all the day. Now, now, if you get a smoke in your nose and you, and you don't smoke cigarettes, nothing, you like, yeah, you know what I mean, you like, you pissed off. You don't want to smell that. This is a smoke in the Most High's nose that we doing, not keeping these dietary laws and things of nature. Behold. It is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will recompense even recompense into their bosom. Your bosom is in your chest. Mm-hmm. The Most High is going to bring uh, these diseases on you, like uh, heart disease and things of that nature. Or even if you're smoking, you know, your lungs is in your yep. chest. You you having uh, lung cancer. Your iniquities and the iniquities of your fathers together, saith the Lord, which burneth incense upon the mountains. And blaspheme me upon the hills, therefore will I measure their former work into their bosom. Mm-hmm. He's going to measure these things to you. It's time to wake up. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to pick it up uh, the next chapter. Uh, you can go back and read the whole chapter later. I'm going to pick it up uh, uh, chapter 66. And we're going to start at 15. And it says, For behold, the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh and the slain of the Lord shall be many. Mm -hmm. They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouse. People eating muskrat and things of that nature. You know, country people eat stuff like that, rabbit, mm -hmm. after the mouse is con. Uh, and them that purify themselves in the garden behind one tree in the midst eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouse shall be consumed together, saith the Lord. You know? So that's your warning right there. Mm -hmm. It's right there in the Bible. And you can't say that you wasn't warned because we're giving it to you if you're listening. Mm -hmm. You can't continue in your ways. Right. So, uh, and those are the signs of things to come. But uh, the biblical signs of the end times. But prepare, don't despair. That's what I want to tell people. Yeah, you got to be prepared. Yep, you got to prepare, don't despair. I mean, if you just boggle your mind down and and just, oh, this all bad is going to happen and you just allow yourself to uh, be, succumb to the fear, that's not, you know, fear is not. No, nah, fear is not of the most high. Nope, that's, it's not. That's of the devil right there. Like he said, you got you to be prepared for these things. Yep, prepare, do not despair. That's the uh, what I want to uh, leave you guys with and want to make sure that you guys remember when it comes to the end times. Uh, don't be afraid of the book of Revelation. Don't be afraid to read your word. Don't be afraid to of uh, uh, what some of the tough things in the Bible and some of the things that you have to change about yourself and work on yourself. It's a, it's a work in pro, you're a work in progress. So keep working and keep trying to improve yourself by doing what it says in the Bible. And, right. you, and you should uh, prepare, continue to prepare. Don't despair. That's right. So uh, that's, the, that's the story that we have on that one. Unfortunately, we coming down to the closing time. We spent so much time on that. Sure. I didn't realize, uh, you know, it was getting it was almost 11 o'clock. So uh, we just going to jump into the uh, the next story. And the next story is uh, education. Oh, no, 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 not. The next story is not education. The next story is a, a question that I wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, do black mothers get the blame, enough blame, for the state of African Americans in this country? Um, <laughs> well, right now, um, I'm not going to say that they're getting blamed, but they absolutely need to take responsibility. Oh, all right. Come on. Let's not. Let, okay. Let's let, but let's, let's keep, let's keep it a buck. The men get the blame for everything. The absolutely. fathers ain't home. The father's in jail. That's the right. father's this, That's the right. father's that, uh, do the mothers. Okay. And, and I'll, t I'll tell you why, uh, there's a story of a mother in, uh, Fulton County, Georgia, who just got charged with killing her two young sons, putting them in an oven and turning the oven on. Man, that's just atrocious, man. And, and we hear stories like this often. Woman drives her kids into a lake. Yeah, she needs to go into the jail. I'm sorry. Yep. She so needs we, to go into the jail. As, as you would say, 
Stone. Yep, stone yeah, to death. She needs to be, she needs be stone. stone. Someone should stone her. She should be stoned. There should be no way she doesn't go without being stoned. And I'll do this stoning. If they brought stoning back, you know, I I would volunteer to do it. I I I'll most certainly would. Like yeah, I would I would volunteer to do it. Whatever it's saying in the law and in, in the book that I have to do to become a professional stoner, I would do it. I would become yes, I would become a stoner. Um, not a not a. I would stone people. I don't want to get people misconstrued. Not a stoner. I would stone people. But uh. There's another, there's a, this video of a mother having her kid do the for the D challenge and for the P challenge. And the P is uh, the other word for vagina. And the little boy is dancing around talking about, I'll, I'll go to sleep for the P. I'll beat my meat for the P. She has a six, he's six years old and she has the boy singing this song of what he do for the challenge. And she's encouraged. She's you could hear her in the back, encouraged her, feeding him the lines to say while he's singing the song. Yeah, do true. mothers, black mothers, I want to focus on. Do they get the blame that they get for these kids, well, even in single pam- family homes? Now, the reason why I say even in single family homes because the father's not there is because we went through World War Two. Yeah. We went through the Vietnam War where all the fathers were across uh, across the world fighting. So the mothers were raising the kids on their own and their kids didn't turn out like this. I know, but then we got this a feminist agenda uh, that, that's going on right now. Where, okay. You know, the woman doesn't feel as though she needs the man in the household. So yeah, they absolutely need to take uh, some of the blame for that. They absolutely do. And um, they need to stand tall and they need to put aside uh, some, some of the w- wickedness that they're doing uh, right now. They need a, a man as the head in the household. Sorry to say it, but you do. And some of them ain't going to like that I said it. But yeah, you need to submit to a man. I think some of the system, I think the system is set up to have the women the way they are as well. I think the system gets a, a lot of the blame as well. Because you, you, the system is designed to keep the woman single, first of all. You have women taking their men to court. Well, not necessarily. I'm not going to say that because we need each other. Yeah, if exactly. We were, if we were there together... We could build a strong household. See, yes. the woman is convinced that she's independent and don't need a man. But right. see, what she's failing to realize is that she do need a man and she's living off of the white man. Yes. And the white man is giving her everything that she can have without a man in the house. A.K.A. And, the system. Mm, yes. And she doesn't want to be submissive to them. Uh, therefore, she's being a drunkard in the house and the daughters are seeing that and they're going to repeat the cycle. Yep. And um, I want to pull out uh, the book of Titus. Uh, chapter 2 verse 3 and it says uh, the aged woman likewise that they be in behavior as becometh holiness mm-hmm. not false accusers not giving them much wine teachers of good things that they may teach the young women to be sober to love their husbands and to love their children to be discreet chast keepers at home good obedient to their own husbands uh, that the word of God be not blasphemed so if, if you don't have a husband in the household, you're not teaching uh, your, your child, uh, your, your female child, uh, to be a good wife to a husband because there's no husband uh, there to set the example. Mm-hmm. And then they call the police on, on, on our men 
and these these police officers are killing us. Mm-hmm. Just coming there for a call, they're killing us. You see it, mm-hmm. you know. So we they need to take responsibility for that. Yep. A lot of women say, "Oh, I don't need no man. I could raise a kid on my own." And in the great words of Chris Rock, "Yeah, you could drive with your feet. It doesn't make it a good idea." That's right. I'm, I'm gonna pull out another scripture, and um, we're gonna go to the book of Isaiah, and we're gonna go to chapter two. And uh, we're going to go to to, uh, verse 12, and it says, As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, they which lead thee, cause thee to err, and destroy the ways of thy paths. Now, we got uh, this woman, she teaching her child for the D challenge. Come on, man, that's just straight up foolishness. She calls on her child to err. There's no father in the household to stop their son from doing this foolishness. Yep. You know, and the woman is teaching them that. Uh, we got women who are letting uh, their child, their children in single parent households in the projects go out there and go sell drugs to live the lavish life because he's bringing a little bit of extra money into the house. Mm-hmm. But there's no good thing that can come out of an unclean thing, thus saith the Lord. So the woman has to take responsibility for these things, you know? Uh, there's a great debate. Well, not too much anymore, but there was a great debate on if mothers, uh, deserve more of the blame in society than, uh, than they get. I, so to me, I feel like when you have a system that caters to them and you have the feminist movement at the rate that it does, and you have the empowerment, which is not, I I have, uh, to, to an extent, it makes it so that the male and the man is not needed. Yeah, but he is needed. That's the thing. It's it's a trick and it's a trap. It's it's a wild of the devil, so to speak. You know, when our women are falling for it because they can get everything within a household mm-hmm. uh, without having a man there. But it's really, really them being fooled when they should be getting together, uh, becoming a wife to a husband trying to buy some property instead of living in the projects yep. with a little $89 uh, rent and getting turned up. Yep. So yeah, they got to take responsibility. I'm going to bring out another scripture. We're going to go uh, to 2nd Ezra uh, chapter 5 verse 8 and um, it reads, there shall be a confusion also in many places and the fire shall be all sent out again and uh, the wild beasts shall change their places and menstruous women shall bring forth monsters. Yep. So that's the feminist movement in itself. We got these hyper-masculine women and they raising uh, monsters. Yep. You know, we got disrespectful little girls. We got uh, disrespectful children who, who doesn't have no father to show them not to disrespect their elders in the household. Mm-hmm. And uh, our menstruous women are bringing forth monsters. I want to bring also uh, a verse from Ezekiel. All right. Uh, this article... Uh, from uh, exploring controversial issues in defense of our liberties say black women are the cause of black impoverishment, black crime rates, and black on black murder. Uh, to, to some extent, yeah, to some extent. We, we, we got to take responsibility as a man. That, to me to say that, that, that will be biased. Yes, very we, biased. We, we are going to jail. Yes. We, we are not there to be fathers uh, yep. like we should be in the household. So that, that's biased. I, I don't agree with that. I believe that because there is 
not a black family. We need to bring back the black family, mm -hmm. you know, let, let alone that amongst other things. We need to be stern. We need to be men in the community. But yes, the woman must go and not be too high-minded and have that independent woman feminist mind state and go back to making marriages. Mm -hmm. We can't do this alone. We need to we need to have a family from the beginning god created male and female and he made him he them yep Th that unit was supposed to make a family um i, I want to bring um the book ezekiel chapter 16 verse 44 and it says behold everyone that useth a proverb shall use this proverb against thee saying as is the mother so is the daughter so if you're a woman and you don't have a man in the household to show uh, a, a little girl how she's supposed to be treated by a man, then she's going to go out there and she's going to think she don't need a man in the household. She's going to be high-minded and the cycle is going to be repetitive mm -hmm. all over again. And then that's why you got three and four generations of family living in the projects. If you go out to Tacoma right now, you could probably walk from front to back and you're going to have... Uh, a older grandmother living in the back. Mm -hmm. You're going to have uh, the, the middle-aged 30-year-old uh, because she probably had a baby at the age of 18, mm -hmm. 16, or whatever. You're going to have the mother living in the housing, and then you're going to have the daughter coming up as age between 18 and 20, and they all living in the projects. We got to stop this cycle. Yep. We got to stop this cycle. We got to go back, and we have to buy properties and stuff. I mean, me at the age I am, I ain't with that girlfriend, boyfriend stuff. Nah, mm -hmm. if you ain't talking about going to see places and we need to buy a property, you need to kick rocks, mm. you know? And, and we need to go back to these law statutes commandments. The woman need to stop, stop being masculine and try to assert authority over a man. Mm. And that, that's all scripture too. Yep. A uh, 325-pound woman killed nine-year-old by sitting on her as punishment. Man, that's just the, awesome. the, These stories seem, these stories that's that are coming insane. out sound like they're coming straight out of the National Enquirer from the 80s when it was just all sensationalized, stupid stories. But these are real stories of uh, people doing things. And it, it, to me, it's, it's sad. I, def, I, I mean... The, well, as men, we got to stop making uh, children where women... Who are living up the world? Who mm -hmm. are not uh, family based? And our right, women, we need to stop uh, finding men and, and just being for the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we we need to find y'all need to find husbands, right? You know, so that you can raise the family right. So you ain't making a a child by some idiot who just wants your skins and uh, gonna go and be a Rolling Stone and hit the next woman's skin, and then he got baby dad, baby uh, babies all around town. Yeah, if that's who you want for. Uh, your baby's father or, or your husband and trying to make him a husband, then you're a fool. Right. You know, so yeah, somewhat woman you are to blame for the things that are going on. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell, let me read a little bit what the article says. It is time to stop blaming everyone else for which they clearly begun at conception. Black women are wholly responsible for the condition of black people in the United States. It begins with the choice of sexual partner from whom black women place almost no co-parenting responsibilities. After the child is born, the lessons begin. Black girls immediately learn that a lack of male responsibility is normal and should be expected. Black boys learn that a male need not take any responsibility for his actions, sure. beginning with his children, and thus the cycle continues. 
Black women are raising black men in homes within which the very first lesson a young black man learns is that his actions have no consequences. The fact that a black woman do not demand black male participation in the rearing of their child, even if the two are either divorced or separated, teaches profound lessons in responsibility or the lack thereof. This is not about sexual morals. Young white people are equally engaged in loose sexual activity, and they now have nearly equal numbers of children out of wedlock. But the difference between the two is one in which white women often not always demand male participation in the child development, custody and financial support. Well, like I said, man, we, we got to go back to these law statutes commandments. You know, mm -hmm. if we if we doing these things and, and he fears God. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you should be looking for mm -hmm. in a relationship. Uh, a man should be looking for God in a woman, and a woman should be looking for God in a in a man. Yep. You know, um, what we got to do, and I'm gonna pull out Ephesians, um, verse chapter five, mm -hmm. and we're gonna start at 19, and it says, uh, "All right, we're gonna start at 18, and be not drunk with wine, where in where is excess." But be filled with spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And and that's being mel in melody, uh, keeping these law, statutes and commandments of the Most High. And uh, verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. So we got to submit to ourselves one to another with the fear of God. Mm -hmm. Verse 22, wives submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be uh, to, their, to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So we got to love our wives like Christ loved the church and a woman has to be submissive to the husband. But if if he's not there uh, for you to be submissive to, then the household is out of order right there. Mm -hmm. You know, it says uh, for you to take a, a, a strong, for you to take a, a man's goods, first you got to top a strong, you got to top the strong man. You know, so uh, they tying up the strong man, they leave it, they leave it, they living and they keeping the welfare system. That's what our women is doing. And uh, now it's out of order. Yep, it is. So, uh, man, I, I I think the blame is definitely not wholly on the woman. No, not at like all. Like the article says. I think the article is off on a, a, but, off a little bit. But they do have to take responsibility. Yep. I, I will agree with, with that. With who they choose. That's right. And once they choose them to make sure that above all else, like for example, my, my oldest daughter I had out of wedlock uh, with someone else. And I, when my older daughter uh, started getting older and she started, you know, she started hearing, oh, well, I heard you did this and I heard you like this. I said, don't worry. I, I said the truth will come. And then once the truth came, I said, you never allow I'll never disrespect your mother and you're never allowed to disrespect your mother. Even if I'm not with her anymore, I didn't disrespect her because I wanted to teach her to be respectful to her parents. So to be respectful to her mother, because her mother could have gotten an abortion. Her mother could have did anything. But regardless of if she was a good mother or not, she had her. 
And for that alone, you I taught my daughter to make sure that she respects her and, and not to be disrespectful because nowhere does it say uh, for a child in the Bible to be disrespectful no, to their parents under any conditions. So that your days may be long. Yep. So uh, there's there's no there's no reason. Uh, uh, but a lot of parents do that. A lot of parents are like, well, you know, your mother, she did this and she did that. And she was a hoe and she was in this. Oh, and then, then another one go to the kids talking about your father ain't nothing. Your daddy ain't nothing. That's yeah, another that's thing wrong. that happens in our community. Yes, it, it, it runs rampant in our community prevalent. Well, like it goes back to us choosing the proper mate. It does. Yep. You know, but I mean, even after, even if you choose the bad mate, well, I mean, we're, we're not perfect beings, so we make mistakes and maybe we'll make mistake That's in right. choosing a, a, a wrong mate. And for whatever reason, you don't don't allow your kids to go down the same path. Don't teach your kids to be hateful and don't teach your kids to be uh, to be vengeful like that either mm -hmm. uh, and to be spiteful because yeah. that's all you're teaching your kids. And then That's your right. kids grow up being that way. I, I want to bring out this last verse. This is the verse I was speaking of. It's uh, the book of Mark. Uh, chapter 3 and 27, it says, no, no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil the house. Mm -hmm. Well, if, if the man's not there, they're spoiling the house. They're giving a the woman everything that she needs without the man being there. Uh, the, like I said, the daughter's growing up. She's not seeing how a man treats the woman. The men is growing up. Uh, the boys in the household, sometimes they're effeminate. You know, they're selling mm -hmm. drugs. They're killing each other. And we, we basically, we got to stop this cycle. We really, really do. We got to yeah. be there. We got to stop taking aid and aid each other. We need each other as blacks and Hispanics and Native Americans. We need to pull together and have a strong nation. And it starts with building the family. All right. Uh, unfortunately, we have come to the end of the show. Okay. Uh, man, we we could have uh, gone so much longer and, and talked about so much other stuff. Well, well, we'll be back another time. All uh, right. You know, um, the brothers want to come back on. We got a couple issues we want to discuss. Yep. Um, I want to say thank you for the opportunity. And um, if y'all want to be further edified on the issues pertaining to uh, the black Hispanics and Native Americans on how to refine our culture as Hebrew Israelites. We have the page Rise of the Chosen Truth Beyond the Surface Temple. We have the YouTube channel uh, Rise of the Chosen Truth Beyond the Surface Temple, Mikael7. And um, you can hit me up on Facebook, Yakanan Maccabeus, you know, and um, we would love uh, to edify the people further on any issue and topic. And if I don't know something, we'll find out together. All right. You know? And since this video is on YouTube, we'll put the description, the links to all of the links that you just mentioned. We'll put them in the description box so you can find you can find easy and, and be able to get into connection with Yakanan Maccabeus and the Hebrew Israelites. That's so. Right. Uh, thank you for being on. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more thing. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do a live podcast. Um, it's the anti Thanksgiving, um, day, uh, thing that we're doing It's called no thanks, no giving. It's the second time that we've done this. We'll probably go live on Facebook mm -hmm. and, uh, we, we'd love it if you tune in, you know? Okay. You know? All right. I'll make sure we have, uh, uh, links to that as well. So, uh, we'll, we'll have you be on the lookout soon because we are going to, you know, he just said he wanted to, him and the brothers want to come through and you know, I have an open door policy. I, I don't say no to people for things like they want to come and have a voice. So the void, like the voice of the voiceless. So, uh, be on the lookout because they will be here and we will have our discussion. That's right. All right. This is your boy Truth It. I'll holler. Who your smell? Thank you, man. No.